guys, thank you for that. It's Tuesday, which means that it is time to check in with our Tuesday Community Spotlight. And we've got Mary O'Connell here to talk about Check Call. Mary, I know that the people like on the back end can't see us as we're moving through that animation, but you and I both are just like bopping to the music. <laughs> and I just need everybody to know that. That's such a vibe. You're just like, yeah. Like you just mm. can't help but like do a little shoulder shimmy action into it. It's it's the shoulder shimmy. Exactly. Exactly. Agreed. So with that said, let's move on to our topic of the morning. First of all, thanks for being here. Second off, we're talking LTL automation today and complicated piece of transportation. Is it complicated to automate it as well? Um, yes and no. So it kind of depends on what you're looking to do with LTL automation. If you're trying to automate things on docks or warehouses, it's going to be a little trickier because it is so heavily on that human component that, you know, it's kind of hard to automate that, um, short of, you know, having robots unload and load trucks. But even then you're still more than likely going to need your forklift drivers and everything like that to help get stuff staged. So um, there's some room for automation there, but most of it can come on that back end. And that could be something literally as simple as, um, you know, if I am a LTL invoice auditor and I spend an hour and a half every week just correcting EDI codes, yeah, you can automate that. You can automate that, no problem. You actually should be sending that back to your carrier and saying, hey, can you send over this? Uh, this is the EDI code so that way it maps correctly. But sometimes, your carrier will be a little slow to respond. So it might take a little bit of work to get that done, but there's plenty of room for automation and improvement and, you know, really just integrating it and making it more of a seamless, um, seamless process versus the oftentimes manual process that it is. And Mary, we're looking at the different processes. Of course, there's the verification, validation, things like that. What does that kind of fit into the automation process and how can that kind of be pushed forward or kind of, Bad up a little bit. Yeah, so like you're gonna have some of your. Um, so for example, you'll have a shipment that comes in, and it will um, you'll, it'll hit the first line of defense. Which ideally, you would have like a pre audit function that would say, okay, well, this this like everything on the invoice matches what we show and what the invoice shows. So we're gonna go ahead and mark it as okay. So that way, when the actual invoice comes billing can go ahead and process it or they can work those exceptions from there. And so really just kind of trying to lighten the load of that process and make it much less manual is going to be key. And it's just, um, the LCO just gets so bogged down in some of the, the details that it's hard to remember that, you know, you can improve things. You can make things easier. There are TMSs out there that do have an LTL component that, you know, really just seamlessly integrate into your system to make it easier to do things. Because a lot of times if you have an LTL um, shipment that might be too big, well, suddenly you have to contact the carrier and suddenly you have to do a volume quote and then you have to run that same volume quote through a couple different carriers, whereas some people let you do that through a TMS via API calls, and that's going to help up. That's going to help speed up your process infinitely. Because then I'm not sitting there going to four different carriers' website, typing in the same information for four different carriers, and then picking my quote from there based off of either service times or um, costs or whatever my customer prefers. So it's there's ways to speed things up that I think everyone is just kind of a little hesitant to adapt sometimes um, because it's, you know, it's LTL. Everything's always a little weird. 
<laughs> so a lot of our major LTL carriers themselves, thinking specifically Old Dominion and ArcVest, they operate on pretty good profit margins. They're, they're making decent amounts of money, which means that they should, in theory, have the capital to in, introduce some automation technologies themselves, right? How much of this LTL mm-hmm. automation do you think should lie on the heels of the carriers versus on maybe the brokerages and the 3PLs who are existing in the LTL space? Should it be kind of a hand-in-hand I think it should kind of be a 50-50 mix. I mean, you can't expect all brokers to uh, back up, um, blah, to op, op, to automate their back end. You can't expect all the brokers to do that. And then the carriers just continue their processes because then you're just going to get stuck with some of those manual exceptions that you're going to have to have people touch and deal with every day. And that's not necessarily the smartest way of doing things. Um, so some of that automation does need to happen. I mean, we've seen it with ArcBest with their um, new, for lack of a better word, their new like robot that will come and like load a truck and then unload a truck um, just with like pre-stage stuff. So I love that for them. They are speeding up load times. Um, if they could speed up count times, that would be even better because a lot of drivers have said that, yeah, this is great, but we're still stuck at a receiver or a shipper waiting for everyone to verify the count. So if there's a way we could speed that up, I would put that up on the table next. But we've seen some of those improvements with them where, you know, there are forklift drivers that can be kept busy pulling in, um, you know, staging loads, whereas that little robot machine will stick it on the truck, load it, and then you know, carry on. So I love that. I love that kind of innovation. That's the stuff that, you know, we do need to be automating, but then they also need to be looking up their back end and saying, okay, well, where are we having the most hiccups? Like, are we sending, are we seeing a lot of people with invoice corrections? Are we seeing the people with a lot of volume quotes that are just dying and not really like moving forward in the process? What can we do to kind of clean some stuff up and make it easier for people to do? Is it just something simple as have an API call for carriers or what? So it's just some of those little things that you got to sit there and work through your process and figure out, oh, this is like, this is where we're getting hiccups and this might be where we need to put some automation in. And Mary, when we're looking at the freight space in general, one of the big things that's been happening throughout the years has been visibility and faster data, high frequency data. When you're looking at the LTL automation space, what can be done around real time or near real time monitoring in the space? I think there's the opportunities are endless for this in that space um, because we do have a lot of carriers that, you know, the thing is with LTL carriers is sometimes they're a little hesitant to share some of the data. And I mean, I understand why, but also it's unnecessary. So for example, if I look up on my Amazon app and I see that I have a shipment coming, I can sometimes see that that, sh- that driver or that van is 10 stops away. So I know reasonably it'll be within to my house within a half hour to an hour. And that is like to them like that is so granular and that is something that i think ltl carriers can kind of work towards they don't need to be like oh they're two stops away at this location on the street no they don't need to necessarily have that kind of visibility but something more than like oh like it's I, like I want to see something more that's just more than oh this shipment has sat at this cross dock for two days and it probably should move online hall today but we'll wait and see. Um, 
because that's something that happens a lot is that something will sit for a while for various reasons. And so I think that's where a lot of that hesitant for that true visibility component comes because a lot of carriers don't want someone to see that, you know, it will sit on the cross of the dock for a few days before it makes that line haul out. Um, and I think that that's going to be one of the struggles that we have moving forward to try and get that visibility is that we need carriers to kind of, we need carriers and customers alike to not freak out that something's going to sit for a few days and understand that like, it's just part of the process. And when we say it'll take four days to get there, yeah, a day of it might be sitting on the dock. But it'll get there. All right, Mary, thank you for joining us this morning. Of course, we'll catch you this afternoon and have a great rest of your day. Thank you guys. You as well. We're going to check check hall here a little bit later on on this Tuesday show. So stay tuned for that a little bit after Freight Waves Now. Right now, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with more Freight Waves Now. <laughs> 